Welcome to the Amateur Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan O'Connor, and today I'm talking to Egyptian photographer, amateur photographer, Layla Youssef. She's also a student at Shulik uh, School of Business. So, Layla, thanks for coming and talking to us about something that I've been meaning to learn for a long time, photography. Thank you so much for having me today, Ryan. It's a pleasure. Awesome. Well, let's get started. Have you been interested in photography for long? Honestly, I've been uh, only interested in the last four years um, in photography. So um, it, I, it's basically started by me, like you said, taking my phone out and and taking some pictures. Um, and then I started really uh, growing my passion uh, into photography. Late, I think, 2017 is when I actually decided to like launch an actual page on Instagram. Um, so I remember before that, actually, I took a photojournalism class uh, as an elective in my third year. Um, little did I know that like I would learn more about photography at the time. Um, and it just it was like very eye opening in terms of like really seeing, you know, that a picture can really tell us like a story uh, and is worth a thousand uh, words basically um and at the time also there was like the egyptian revolution so i could see how like pictures were really impactful um so yeah i took that course now knowing that i'll grow that passion that's uh, really cool that uh, it just kind of happened like that you just wandered in you yeah. you just kind of wandered into it i guess eh? you'd find that this is mostly the journey of most people to be honest is you find yourself you're you have an eye for something or you have that creative sense um, and people always complimented the pictures i took so i was like you know what maybe there's something here so maybe there's more that I can learn uh, to kind of make this an actual something that I stand out in, basically. So, yeah. So you think you when you started, did you feel like you just had an eye for good pictures? Yeah, that, it's yeah? just honestly, it was uh -huh. like, it was a sense. It's uh -huh. just something that came by nature. Like, I, I wouldn't say I knew, but it's just like the the aesthetic appeal in my picture was uh -huh. there. I had the sense when I see something, like, if this is... Basically, if you were to steal that, this is going to be a, a good picture. Um, and then I, I think what I developed later on was just like how to edit the pictures to make them look nice. Um, but yeah, but it just started like that. It just started as something that I just had a good eye and I could pick up on small things and, and good angles and... Yeah, basically after that, I, I started learning the proper techniques, of course, but that's how it started. How, where do you think that eye comes or came from, do you think? Um, I actually think it comes from what you see, right? Uh -huh. So I think the, the key to, to get a good eye is just like fashion and just like mm -hmm. everything around mm -hmm. you, right? You you get a taste of, of what kind of style you like from the people that you follow. I mean, social media mm -hmm. is is the is the tool now. Mm -hmm. um, you see all those different pages. I mean, at the time, there, social media wasn't uh, as impactful as nowadays because that was like, what, five years ago? Like Instagram right. was right. not yeah. the, the go-to. <laughs> uh, but I think it's just like seeing pictures, seeing uh, other visuals in magazines and, and posters um, that you start to pick up. Oh, like this, these 
colors look nice together or, uh -huh. you know, uh, this angle looks really cool. Maybe I should try taking a picture from there. What if, I don't know, this bird is flying and, you know, you, you, tr you try to pick up on those little things and I guess your, your brain stores these visuals in yeah. the back of your mind uh -huh. and then you see something and you're like, I'm going to take this picture. That's cool. Yeah. yeah you mentioned uh, getting out and um, exploring in Nova Scotia, which, yeah. were, which which is where you lived for a while. I, I, I take lived it. there yeah. for nine years, actually, uh -huh. since cool. 2010. Yeah. I went to uh, Dalhousie. So I, was I did, too. Years, well. yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, so how, is that important to learning photography, do you think? Um, do you have to get outside the house and explore and find good pictures is 100 percent. so yeah. i'll be honest i think photography is not something you learn in class mm -hmm. at all mm -hmm. you do learn theories like everything else but especially because it's a creative kind of field um, and it's an art you really have to go out there and and apply what you learn mm -hmm. in your own style so um so you have to really like go out and take pictures especially once you start to, like at the beginning if you're learning by just going out and having your phone, that's fine. And I think this is the best way actually for someone who thinks they're, they wanna start photography mm -hmm. to start at. Take your phone, yeah. I don't think tools is the key at this point. Mm -hmm. At this stage, what you wanna do is take your phone, go out and just mm -hmm. find cool spots, mm -hmm. have the patience to find you know good scenery, good um, cool, cool and different things from mm -hmm. what everyone mm -hmm. else takes a picture yeah. of and try testing out different uh, angles. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the definitely have to go out. Once you kind of bypass this kind of stage and you start like, let's say, going to classes and, and having an actual DSLR mm -hmm. camera, mm -hmm. that's when you really, really have to go out because uh, there are some things you just like, you can't ever get them right unless you go out there because, right. you know, conditions are never in your favor yeah. when once you become an actual photographer. Like, uh -huh. lighting is never going to be perfect. So you just have to learn how do you work with your camera, how, you yeah. how to uh -huh. um, kind of balance your, your exposure, your shutter speed. Um, and again, once you this art, you know, kind of and passion develops inside you, you start seeing things in a way where you're like, okay, I want to go out there and I want to find, I don't know, a, like a bunch of cars that are flying together, you know, and I want to make sure, you know, the light trail shows, like uh -huh. how can you apply that, right. right? You can learn it in class, but you're not going to really know how to do it unless you go out there, you get your camera, your tripod and you set that uh -huh. up and you do apply that. So it sounds like there's a lot of trial and error involved hundred percent uh -huh. you ne you never if you ask the best photographer nowadays they'll tell you they take like thousands <laughs> of pictures and it's only gonna be like just a few that are just perfect for them right. and they just feel like oh this was just a perfect shot so quality is important right take take as many pictures as you, as you can uh, yeah hundred uh -huh. percent yeah. and I think um, like in in the few classes that I took every, the, the like from the very beginning they tell you there's nothing such as a bad image never delete right. a picture they're like uh -huh. keep taking pictures yeah. keep like taking several shots of the same thing uh -huh. and just as you develop your skills at one point you're gonna see okay maybe this picture if it's even just cropped from a specific angle mm -hmm. it's gonna look completely different hmm. so it's like it's it's the art of visuals like there's no right and wrong with it you can just go out there take a picture if you don't have the sense now you're gonna go back home and you're gonna look at those pictures and you're gonna say okay maybe i should have taken it from that angle 
next time, mm-hmm. right? So no, the the thing is practice, the trial and error, and and you'll get there. <laughs> practice makes perfect, I guess. A hundred percent. So when I'm going out in the street and I'm th- I'm thinking in my head, okay, I'm gonna go practice photography now. Is there something I should be looking for as uh, far as subjects, or is that totally up to me? Do it's I? It's honestly uh, up to you, hundred percent. So, um, I think like. If you like, if you find, if you look at how photography is, even in terms of like the diverse portfolios you see, you'll see landscape, you'll see portrait photography, you'll see street photography, you'll see nature photography. So there's nothing specific that you have to like kind of narrow your um, focus to. I think if you're someone who's just starting to learn photography, you should just go out there and see what grabs your attention and take a picture of it. Um, Some, I don't know, two people that are sitting together and it just looks very romantic. (laughs) Take a picture, Uh, like a a square. Do, Do I have to ask their permission? Um, so it depends. <laughs> I think for the most part, and um, I honestly had to ask about uh-huh. this because I love like street photography yeah. and yeah. portrait photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, the advice I was given is as long as you're not really um, showing features, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if you take their backs, it's fine. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, that's one. Two is um, if you're not gaining money out of it, okay. it's also yeah. totally okay. okay. So if it's a picture of you know people in the street and you just post it on Instagram, it's yeah. fine if you're still okay. like learning at this point. But uh, yeah, to answer your question, honestly, it's um, I think from an artistic perspective, I would say go out there and see what fascinates you, like what inspires you while you're in, like while you're walking. Is it the trees, how they're aligned? Later on, you start developing that sense. But I think if you just go out there and you have that passion, you'll see what really kind of drives that like vision in you and and you'll go and take a picture awesome sounds good i'm gonna get get out there (laughs) (laughs) next next chance i get um so you mentioned a few things a little while back that i just want to come back to because there 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 are a few words that i don't quite understand you mentioned shutter speed exposure and something else that I can't remember. So um, um, if you wouldn't mind just um, maybe maybe teaching us a little bit about the technical terms, sure the technical um, lingo. So I think the, the key thing is, again, because we said like photography is stages. So if you're uh, just beginning to learn photography, you do have to learn the basics. So shutter speed in the simplest of forms is basically how fast your camera like opens and closes the the shutters uh-huh. um so the slower it is right. the more it's cap- the more the the more light that's going into the camera and yeah. the more it's taking in in terms of whatever subject it's viewing yeah. um so for a, for a starting photographer they have to know and understand what these things mean mm-hmm. what's iso um i wouldn't say that this is for someone who's who has a phone, right, for example, right. and wants to go out there and just start learning. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't be my advice to start so with this, those. this is sort of like stage two? Stage yeah, three, I would highly like that. recommend that, like, first go out there, start yeah. understanding. The, the basics, I would say, in my opinion, to be honest, are things like don't cut 
the limbs of someone in a picture uh-huh. like or the very uh-huh. basics okay. of understanding how do you make the composition of a picture look nice um, how do you frame people in pictures what is framing which is basically how can you make a subject very eye appealing mm-hmm. in a picture mm-hmm. um, what are leading lines for example mm-hmm. again these are just simple techniques okay. uh, that people like if once they understand what how they impact the the a picture and make uh-huh. a picture look just so much nicer um, then you can take the stage of okay maybe i should invest and buy a camera right. now and okay. start learning like because again with a dslr a lot of people still go out and they sh- take pictures and shoot basically automatic yeah. Right. Because every DSLR has like different um, forms that you can shoot with. So uh-huh. there's a portrait mode, which you can obviously shoot amazing pictures, mm-hmm. but it's just automatic. Right. Once you grow the passion, which honestly, anyone who is into photography eventually grows. And that's like you want to kind of be in control of everything. Uh-huh. At that point is when you're like, okay, I really need to understand how do I work this camera? How, how do I, I take control of this shutter speed uh-huh. or the exposure or the lighting? But I think from the very beginning, all you have to know is like, how do you make the composition of a picture just yeah. look very attractive to someone who's looking at it. That makes sense, I guess, because you can have the most expensive equipment, you can know and all the just, technical details, exactly. and you're still not taking uh, very good pictures. Yeah, because <laughs> what are very good pictures, right? Yeah. They're, it's a form of art. It's knowing, like, it's something that tells a story. In my opinion, mm-hmm. this is how okay. I've... I I honestly define photography. It's because you can see someone from their back and you can still, from just a second, imagine something about them. And um, this is what I I find very fascinating about photography. Um, You can look at something like an object, Mm -hmm. a subway, Mm -hmm. for example, just just flying by. But it's just you had an eye to capture that subway, maybe flying and someone just standing right in front of it. So I think it's the visualization of the story you're trying Uh to tell that's more important than any equipment. So that's what separates a good photograph usually from a mediocre one is the story that it tells. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. What comes first? Is it the story in your mind or do you see the story in uh, real life? To be honest, I think it's both ways. So I Mm -hmm. think there are some pictures because, again, going back to our previous point, there are times where you're just taking several pictures. Like you don't have something specific. Right. uh, But I think once, again, you develop those skills and once you become better at visualization Mm -hmm. you start seeing the story before anything you see just a person and you're like this person just needs to be photographed like Uh honestly i get that urge sometimes Uh that i want to stop myself (laughs) from from doing it or like i see something while i'm walking on the street and i'm like i have to take a picture of that i I, it's just a feeling and it's a sense that i feel there's something to be done with this it's it's it looks just so artistic somehow. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So if I'm um, staging a photograph, what sort of things do I need to think about to make, say, a person or an object look look appealing, as you say, or aesthetically? So, so again, to your point, are we talking about professional or are we talking... Amateur. Talk- let's, amateur. Let's go straight amateur. Right? Yeah, straight yeah. amateur. Um, and to your question, what was the question? Sorry again. How, so if I'm taking a picture of something like, let's say I find a really cool, um, I don't know, rock. And I yeah. say, hey, that's a cool looking rock. Uh, how do I make that rock look as 
appealing as possible to my that's viewers. a great uh, question okay uh, so i think it's the angle um okay. it's like how like what do you really what makes this rock special right okay. how would you want to make it look very nice into your picture so it's the angle it could okay. be that you you know you flatten yourself on the ground yeah. and you get very close to the rock <laughs> and i've done that like uh -huh. i i like i've done that i've honestly literally um just gotten all gone deck on down on all on down all fours on the floor uh, especially yeah. like again like uh, nova scotia is yeah. is a place that's full of nature compared yeah. to yeah. for example here in toronto, toronto. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um so yeah you'd 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 really want to focus maybe full the frame like have a full frame uh -huh. of just that rock okay. on its own but yeah. it's the angle that you take you show the cracks in it right you so you show the details of that uh -huh. rock so that it's more than just a rock right. Right? right or it's like you take that rock you put it in the middle of something else like uh -huh. a bunch of grass or something and now you make it look maybe that's sand a story out. right yeah i like you're making it different uh -huh. right it doesn't have to always like tell a story but it's like it's not what you usually see oh, you get see. what i mean yeah. uh so, and some pictures are just as simple as their pictures but yeah. they're just very nice in terms of contrast or colors or mm -hmm. yeah so we start with the angle maybe going at it straight from above from below that sort of thing or how yeah. close how far what's in the background what to include from the background 100% 100% interesting is there is there Do anything that else that that comes into your mind when you're taking uh, a photo would you want to pick a, the per, a person to be with the picture with the rock yeah. with yeah. the with the like sometimes a simple like product photography for yep. example or someone who wants to take a picture of their mug in the morning right uh -huh, right most people want to do oh drinking coffee <laughs> on instagram or something right uh -huh. you make it just nice by like okay do i want to make the background like show the view yeah. of my like morning view yeah. plus the mug do i would just want to put a picture of a mug that just says my first initial like uh -huh. it's just small little things that you can adjust and they're just gonna make it a nice picture yeah so the little things make a big difference i guess Huge huh? difference, even if yeah. we're just taking our, our coffee mug daily <laughs> Picture. instagram pictures right yeah. exactly yeah so what what else do you think about when you're taking a photograph what else goes through your head i notice a lot of your photographs have really vibrant colors so that seems to be kind of your style a little bit i, I don't know if That's i'm wrong tell me but colors <laughs> your your photographs are very colorful so i think one thing i've learned over time is honestly the city you live in and the like you said, uh, what you photograph over time starts to kind of, and again, this comes by experience. And again, I am an amateur photographer. So these are things you learn as you go. What is it that you really like yep. in terms of colors, in terms of um, uh, like subjects, even what do you want to kind yep. of photograph? So initially when I started in Nova Scotia, all I used to photograph actually was just landscape pure uh -huh. landscape and this is because again most of the things that were around me were nature yeah. so um i used to take a lot of pictures of sunrises and again it's what you think about is like what what moment do you really want to capture so i was really uh -huh. into like sunrises sunsets i'd go to different locations to take a picture of a sunrise or mm -hmm. a sunset um and um so when you're taking those type of pictures you really want to have colors stand out because right. 
That makes sense. How yeah. else would you mm-hmm. make it beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you want to showcase the the colors, you want to showcase the blues of the ocean, you want to showcase the the uh, the the blue sky. Mm-hmm. Once you start taking different style of photography, so for example, um, subways, like mm-hmm. uh, that's what honestly this is the energy I got from the city. Like <laughs> it's, this is where I live most of the time is a subway. subway. <laughs> like between uh-huh. like okay anywhere i'm going i'm taking Uh the subway so honestly my energy was driven to a little dimmer colors and in my pictures um a little more like um the tones of the pictures are just like very dramatic um and less color Uh it's just because again the vibe like the vibe i was getting out of the city is just like i want to give that vibe like it's just like different uh but yeah but i think um to to kind of say i think most good pictures are the mm-hmm. ones that are full of color because that's the first thing that attracts any mm-hmm. anyone but i think you don't want to also o- go overboard right. with right. that because sometimes something can be oversaturated yeah uh, which just would wouldn't be too pleasing to your eyes right right yeah. that makes sense I, I that's really cool how you just uh, sort of found a place even a, even the subway you found a place where, where you can take tons of interesting photographs so I guess that, that really says something about how we should just use our surroundings and find inspiration from wherever we are. You And the thing is with photography, like this is something that I'm still learning is how do you take not like good portrait photography? Because right. again, I was only exposed to landscape before, which honestly depended a lot, like you said, yeah. in, uh, about color. How do you just pick good colors that contrast together and make a nice composition in terms of the the picture that you're yeah. taking. Uh, but once I came to or moved to Toronto, it was just harder to find yeah, those nice yeah. spots that are just scenic to it's, that are already uh-huh. eye appealing, I would say. It's a say. bit of a concrete jungle here, right? <laughs> the, it's like you're yeah. just taking pictures of buildings, right? <laughs> uh, and everyone takes pictures of CN Tower, for True, example. Yeah, so for yeah. me, that wasn't as tempting it's or it's not how yeah. I wanted to like differentiate myself yeah. in terms of taking pictures uh-huh. so i had to like find something and honestly again it's it's like you said it's an inspiration yeah. and it's something that emotionally moves you and you're like that person or that sub- subject in this element yeah. looks just so nice huh. let me take a shot and i would take honestly if you go through my phone there's like thirty thousand pictures <laughs> of just random things uh, and i just be like again it it picked itself up and i was like maybe i should do like a series and yeah. see how it would look all together cool. and i started taking like just subway pictures yeah. um so yeah it, it's it, and again with that you had to learn like what kind of tones yeah. would m- tell a story better i uh-huh. would say um in that sense just like the subway doesn't look colorful in my opinion like it's not something you'd want (laughs) to add color to so i was like no this has to be more like i don't know gothic (laughs) kind of yeah that's the right word yeah (laughs) so yeah that's that's how i see but color is important 100 percent, and how like the 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 tones of your picture have to really align with right the the vibe you're trying to tell Uh about that story I believe there's no right and wrong in photography. It's your sense. It's yeah. your style. Um, and if anything, it's it's who you are. Uh-huh. And you eventually learn the basic techniques. But how you kind of form that art um, is all honestly based on you and what you personally feel. 
cool. That's a very positive message for um, <laughs> photograph- our amateur photographers out there or wannabe <laughs> photographers. Um, so what about light? Because I know light is very important and I've taken some very bad photographs due to uh, poor lighting. So what, what can you tell us? What tips can you give us about finding good light or using light? All right. So I think, yeah, that uh, going to basics, that's something you definitely have to understand. So how do you avoid overexposure? And what does that mean? Overexposure basically means you're the details of your picture are not showing just because everything is smudged with light, right? Nothing, no, none of the features are showing. There's just too, it's too shiny, let's say. Um, to, to kind of understand that you have to like, I would say start by placing a mug. Yep. Okay. And mm-hmm. against some light yep. and start taking again, pictures from different angles and moving the cup away from the light okay. from the light source yep. and try to see where you like how the picture is changing honestly this yeah. is how you learn photography take the same shot several over times and over, and over, over yeah. and over huh. um what you want to do is always not make the light in your basically you're not sh- taking a picture uh, and the light is right in front of you right uh-huh. you want your subject to be at a point where there's some light but just not too much that yeah. it's like losing the actual features of the subject okay interesting um what about taking pictures in the dark is that something you recommend staying away from or can we can we get Uh, good pictures with flash to be honest i'm still learning like with with night photography there's a lot that you have to learn um i mean if you're using your phone if you're an amateur photographer 100 go for a light for uh flash if it's too dim but if right. there's like a light setting, let's say you're in a restaurant, there's already uh-huh. light there that's kind of giving a nice ambiance in yeah. the picture, yeah. I would go for just like regular photo. And uh-huh. again, try both. Try with flash, without flash, and move around. I think yeah. like the best thing you have to know about and the easiest way to kind of understand lighting is you have to move. Like uh-huh. your subject doesn't really have to move if you want to kind of keep the scene the same way yeah. it is, but you would have to move. You'll have to right. find you need to stand on a chair to get a, a, a top angle and maybe mm-hmm. avoid the too much light that's hmm. coming on the subject. Or do you need to go down? Do you need to move to the side and maybe, or even move your subject at that point? Like if it's something like if there's just too much light mm-hmm. right above you, like you'll have to move the subject. Move right? around as much yeah, as possible. Yeah, move around. Until, like, okay, that makes sense. yeah, yeah. 100%. just like the coffee mug, right? exactly like uh, yeah i think that goes with everything Uh like for photography you have to be flexible um but i mean there are some situations of course like with nature like you can't move something around so this is move a bird right you can't right so really fast (laughs) yeah exactly so at that point like you'll have to find the perfect angle yourself and see uh, how it looks on your camera cool um what about photographing people because that's probably the subject that most people take uh, pictures of and I'm guilty myself of taking bad pictures of people so how can we take make make sure we take at least decent pictures of people so um, I think the key thing is like we said before don't cut their limbs off (laughs) try to show the entire subject Uh Uh, try to capture an action Uh um, and focus there's a focus key on a camera Uh and that's basically you hold in to the middle to make sure like you're locking basically the person in place and then you click or with your phone you just want to make sure there's 
like on your screen if you press on it it shows like a yellow box and yeah. that's just showing that you're kind of focusing on that specific subject and once you do that then you press the click button so this way you're not allowing the camera to basically be focusing right, on too right. many things it knows you're you're trying to focus on that specific element or subject is that the square on your phone screen exactly where you just tap, you okay. just tap yeah. it and if it moves then you have to tap it again okay. but if it's still then uh, yeah then you can go ahead and you can capture a picture are there any poses that you recommend most people do kind of like the straight on or a little bit to the side uh, crossing the uh, arms uh, putting their the hands on the hips is there any poses that look really i well, honestly really good i'm someone who even in my own picture prefers yeah. natural pictures okay. like i prefer like so like candids exactly yeah, okay. those are the perfect yeah. moments right uh -huh. like the ones yeah. where people look okay it's obvious they're looking uh -huh. at you uh -huh. and yeah. if you have to do it do it <laughs> it's like a christmas picture right christmas so you want to yeah. well, like I, I mean I, I feel like half the facebook pictures are are like that right there yeah traveling and standing in front of a mountain so. or something <laughs> sun sunset or something yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean those are the the, uh -huh. the moments yeah. but i think um for like for someone who wants to just get that perfect picture for yeah. their family on a christmas or something i think it's just make sure again the composition of your picture right. like at this point you'd want to play around with more like the elements so that's like the decorations mm -hmm. that you want to show them with the people of course yeah. uh, but it's like at this point again if it's family picture you want to put everyone like in an aligned format uh you want them you want everyone to be showing that's something you want to think yeah. of you don't you want to avoid someone just being hidden mm -hmm. um and i think if you're taking a family picture it's fine to tell people to move around so you can easily like guide people oh you know i want to make sure everyone is yeah. framed together yeah. um so um so yeah it's i think like it's small things that you can do and you can just get a nice picture. It's just like keeping those things as you're taking the picture. It's like, I don't, I want to show everyone in the picture. I don't want to cut anyone's feet or anyone's head mm -hmm. or like show someone from a bad angle where right. they look, you know, not so good. <laughs> yeah. And it's like having like the, like the, the, I guess like there are pictures that are just nice when they're silly, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. So those are those are as you said, those are the best ones. The I best think. ones, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah. even like saying something funny and just getting everyone to laugh and yeah. taking a picture. So it's yeah. like and and again, it's things <coughs> like that you you pick up as you go. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um so I guess you you've you've learned some jokes along the way to uh, get people to laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um is there any are there any uh particular ways we can find good ph photographs so i think a good start again is uh social media yep. social media is is uh, honestly it's a whole different level in terms of uh, learning photography right. so it's been honestly my biggest channel of uh -huh. learning photography at this point uh that and youtube um right. so um i would start at following like basically pages like streets of toronto or like uh, blog to because these people right. these pages basically um, um share posts from other people yep. and at that point you'll figure out which pictures really capture yeah. your eye and then you mm -hmm. can follow that artist and see their own pictures and their own sites that mm -hmm. they go to 
uh, Google again. You can Google uh, things like best p- best places to go and take pictures, for mm-hmm. example. Um, one thing to um, in terms of like Instagram is the IGTV. Like there are IGTV. Those are the small clips, like Uh the videos um, that are on Instagram. Shows how little I know. I can tell. IGTV. What's IGTV? (laughs) But this is honestly a new platform that a lot of social media and content creators are starting to use um, as a way to tell people about you know cool spots to go and shoot. So, for example, I know Streets of Toronto had one that said like top nine places to uh, for photograph in toronto so they went to like graffiti areas they showed several different spots across toronto that you can go and take photo shoots um and big big pages like there's one called for people that are interested in travel for example there's a page called beautiful destinations Mm -hmm. this is a huge page (laughs) with crazy amount of followers um and they basically again they they are doing a lot of travel photography yeah. and they do those small videos to kind of tell people where are good locations. They give oh, reviews cool. about, yeah. you know, uh, different spots that you can go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's Instagram is Instagram and YouTube would be my my go to for sure. And I guess just find if you're like if you're not in Toronto, you can probably just Google New York place or Chicago or yeah, like uh, like uh, there's the explore thing uh-huh. on Instagram. Explore? If you go okay. right, <laughs> like New York, yeah, honestly, uh-huh. like you'll find some ha- people that hashtagged New York, uh-huh. and I'm sure if you click on one of them and you see right. a nice photo, you, it's probably a photographer or someone okay. who took it. And again, yeah. it, bit by bit, you'll find that photographer because social media is just making everyone easy to access at this point and then you'll see like other spots on that person's page let's say that will inspire you oh maybe i should go to that like place or something um yeah i think most most locations that you honestly get inspired to go and take pictures in to uh, at are ones that you honestly have to find through social media right Okay, so what I, I I just want to come back to equipment equipment j- just in case just in case there's anything you feel a beginner should know who might be thinking about okay I'm gonna start out with my phone and then eventually my goal is to buy a, a camera and start doing this more um, I guess um, more at a higher level hundred percent yeah so uh, is there anything we should know about equipment or I think the first thing is once you get to that stage is you have to have an understanding okay so there are two types of cameras um and like there's uh full frame cameras and there's like the semi uh framed cameras in terms of shots and basically to simplify Mm -hmm. the difference it's basically the full frame will give you a wider angle because you're already like the camera itself already the frame is wide enough to capture more into the frame yeah uh the 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 semi-framed ones or half framed ones are basically mm-hmm. a little zoomed in already for you okay um so that's something if someone again is interested in landscape may consider like if they're more interested in taking pictures of landscape and they want to show like an entire scene i mean you can still take nice pictures with the with the half framed but again it's just like things to consider is know what type of pictures you want to take um price is a huge thing i think for most people but i think as a starting photographer what you want to think about is okay i want to get a camera where i can change 
lens because okay. there's mirrorless cameras uh-huh. and there are um, DSLRs. Right. Okay. The the main difference about that is that for like for the mirrorless ones, they're so much easier to carry, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't change a lot of. Uh, lenses to for them so mm-hmm. on a long-term thing it might just not be what every photographer would want yeah um, but it's it's something someone can start at because it's mm-hmm. everything is mostly also automated yeah so it's easier to use with a dslr and that's that would be my recommendation for most people mm-hmm. is you can start at something that's not too high end and what i mean is you can go with that half frame camera right um and even start shooting with the basic lens that comes with the with the package which is usually like an 18 millimeter to 55 which is already not too zoomed in but start like it's a good starting point um and then again based on how your direction is with photography um so for example for me i started with like when I started investing into lens, I got a more yeah. zoomed lens because I wanted to take pictures that are more zoomed in or capture. Like I was traveling a lot, so I also wanted to take things, you know, when they're so far. Yeah. Um, and then the next step, which is now, I, I got a, a 50 millimeter, uh-huh. which is more like for portrait photography. Okay. It's very light, it's very convenient, and it's making me actually take my camera so much more often than uh-huh. the other one that came with the with the actual camera and even the zoomed one Hmm. so i think the things to consider is how light your camera is if you go for a dslr you don't want to get uh something that's too heavy Uh so think about the weight think about the convenience of how you're going to share those pictures to your phone so for example mine is has a bluetooth so i can easily send the pictures, edit on the go on the phone if I want to. So I think these are things I thought about when I first bought my camera was like, how convenient is it to transfer the pictures? How, um, how light it is. Um, and the brand, I think the brand is key and I would highly, highly, highly advise people not to buy used cameras. That's my first advice because most people that I've honestly talked to before, yeah. they've always experienced issues with the cameras. And a oh, camera okay. is something that you can invest in. Yeah. And honestly, you wouldn't have to worry for ten year, four or five years if you're even a, an amazing photographer. Because yeah. you can keep just investing in the lens. And this is why I said always okay. I'd recommend a DSLR. Yeah. Because once you get a, a good DSLR, and that could be like a Canon, let's say, T7i, a Rebel. This is yeah. like a very common DSLR as a starter. Uh-huh. It's not too expensive. Expensive. It's like eight hundred dollars okay. is starting. Okay. Good um, starter camera. Yeah, yeah. like okay. w- especially when you think about a long term investment, yeah. you're like, I'm yeah. not gonna buy yeah. a camera in, exactly. in four it's or five years. Last. Wait till <laughs> Boxing Day. That's what I did. Um, get it. You get a maybe like a, a bag with it. You know, an extra battery. Battery is an, another thing in terms of equipment. You have to think about always have more than one battery when you're out and yeah. shooting because yeah. if a battery okay. dies and you're good in a tip. good yeah. location <laughs> you're like you're smacking your head <laughs> exactly you're like i just can't take yeah. pictures uh, memory card too so yeah. like having more than one mm-hmm. and having a hard drive specifically for pictures is always a, 
a like tape an external hard drive not an do you external. use the cloud or do you use um uh, i would like i honestly don't okay. like clouds because i'm not i don't feel comfortable to yeah. be honest uploading yeah. pictures on cloud so mm -hmm. i would have an external hard okay. drive and just upload all the yeah. pictures too because again we said we take thousands of pictures yeah. doesn't mean you're gonna edit all of yeah, them or absolutely. keep like yeah. but you want to keep them for storage yeah. so just keep them somewhere safe do you and, have a filing system is it like by date or I think it automatic the computer always automatically, automatically okay. does it for you. So you I don't think need to be the organized. Oh yeah, I think the only thing that you have to be organized in is the pictures you specifically edit yeah, and you like. Okay. You want to maybe keep those in a different kind of folder as a portfolio right. for yourself. Uh, but I no, but everything else is organized by date and maybe theme. Okay. If you're someone yeah. who's mm -hmm. like who mm -hmm. likes nature, yeah. you'll yeah. have a nature pictures or street pictures or yeah. you know okay. portraits. Cool. So yeah. Awesome. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so useful. Um, is there anything else you feel that we should uh, touch on before we wrap this up? Uh, I think the only thing I would say is honestly, photography is art. So you basically have to let your own kind of intuition guide you into it so if you think you you have that passion where you should start is just like understanding basics like how do i take just a nice photo and take whatever tool you have whether someone's old camera whether your phone whether whatever it is and start taking pictures and try to find out what style really uh kind of um inspires you and follow pages like my tip for inspiration is there's never a way for you to be always inspired so you have to see different artists and different photographers and see what they take pictures of what they do what angles they take and honestly this all gets stored in your mind in your head and eventually when you're out there there's something that's just gonna kind of trigger yourself and be like okay this is a picture i want to take so i think just keep looking keep opening your eyes and ears to like photography sessions to videos on youtube uh, a lot of the photographers that the even just the local ones in toronto are now starting like blogs or youtube channels there's um uh, oh peter mckinnon peter mckinnon uh, McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, he's he was a local, like Toronto photographer. Uh -huh. Now he has a YouTube channel, and he honestly teaches you the tricks that you can use in terms of photography. Cool. Um, how to play around even with, like, how can you make an effect of like a tunnel with yeah. just a tissue? Yeah. Like. Wow. Cool. Roll like mm -hmm. things like that. So it's like cool things like that. Um. So yeah. I think that would be my my advice. Awesome. That's such great advice, Layla. Thanks so much for uh, sharing that with me and my listeners. Um, I'm sure I'm going to go out there and I'm going to become an awesome amateur photographer after this. So uh, thanks so much. For those of uh, you listening, if you want to follow Layla, check out her photo photographs. You can follow her on Instagram at double underscore. That's underscore underscore L-Y-L-A-S. And uh, once again, like Layla, thank you so much for coming and talking to me today. Thank you so much for having me, Ryan. Thanks for joining us today. Check out our website at amateurpod.com. Comment on today's show. Tell us what you're learning, what you hope to learn, and what you thought about the show. And remember, there's a teacher in everyone you meet. <laughs> <laughs>